Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, Truth Seekers. You're listening to Turn It Up, our newest show featured on A Measure of Truth on blogtalkradio.com. Turn It Up is all about independent recording artists of all kinds. R&B, rap, jazz, neo-soul, rock, gospel, or any random genre you can think of. Turn It Up is here to feature and help independent artists to give you the opportunity to be heard on live radio all over the world, to help share your music across the globe and take your talents to the next level by showcasing new music, sharing studio recording tips and tricks to help make your tracks stand out like the pros, and industry information to help you choose the right path and keep you in the game. Every week we bring you new artists, industry insiders, and fresh new tracks you won't be able to hear anywhere else. The truth is, if you're an independent artist trying to make it in the music biz, you need all the help you can get. So stop procrastinating. Get your demo together and get ready to turn it up. If you're listening live on blogtalkradio.com or even the Blog Talk Radio player on my Facebook page, this is your chance to call in live. So give us a call, 347-326-9470. Or if you like, you can tweet your questions or comments at twitter.com slash a measure of truth. And give the last four digits of your phone number, and I'll be sure to punch you in when I see you on the switchboard. Also, if you haven't yet, why don't you look me up on Facebook? I'm the Michael Fordham with a photo of me in studio, and you can always email me your questions and comments at a measure of truth at gmail.com. Look, we've got a great show for you tonight. We'll be right back after this. Timothy Hafer and Joseph August Lucy met in a band and immediately a strong musical friendship was formed. They performed in multiple bands together in Los Angeles for two years until they created Stand Beside the Ocean, Be Mine. The song is simply a harmony hook perched on top of an analog synthesizer and heavy drums. But this departure from guitars and more traditional forms immediately struck a nerve with friends and fans and that happy accident morphed into what is known as Chance, My Brother. They currently have a song in the opening scene of the upcoming feature film, Fate, and they have multiple compositions in the exclusive Viceroy Hotel group playlist. Tim and Joe are constantly pushing forward, ideally fusing together their love of wave, R&B, and pop with well, there's really no other way to say it. The future. There, I said it. Chance, my brother, fuses 1983 with the future. 
Dance, my brother. Welcome to Turn It Up. Hey, thanks, Michael. Thanks, Leo. Hey, well, well, thanks, Tim. Thanks for joining us, man. And, you know, I know we're on different coasts and there's a time difference, so I really appreciate you making the effort to, to come to us live, man. And uh, I got to tell you, man, I just love the music, man. Really, really love the music. And when the Leo first told me about it, man, I, I checked it out and I was amped. And say hello to our co-host, the Leo. Hey, Leo, what's up, man? What's going on, man? <laughs> How are you doing? I'm trying to turn it up, man. <laughs> nice. Happy New Year, you guys. Yes, yeah, sir. Happy New Year to you too, man. And you know, when I heard this, I said to myself, man, this is so different. You guys have such a unique sound. It's sort of familiar, but a little cosmic, a little trippy, but but very mellow, smooth. And that's the thing that really, really, um, you know, got me about this music. It was some something very peaceful about it and just something that makes you want to just you know relax and chill out with some friends and you know it just had its own vibe so tell us a little bit about your sound man where's it come from um that's a good question i think uh you know i think really chance my brother is kind of a distilled entity it's um you know kind of a the combination of everything that joe and i have ever played and you know really listened to um, and that sounds like kind of maybe a little cliche, but I think it's really true in this case. It's been a conscious effort to uh, to try to keep the whole sound like, you know, in, in kind of like within a couple steps of itself and not deviate too much. Um, you know, a big part of that, I think, was the, uh, really the synthesizer. It's kind of a, it really truly was an accident. Um, I uh, was just kind of messing around on one of the synths that, Joe had it in his studio, um, and, you know, it's like no no MIDI, just a bunch of, like, knobs and oscillators and kind of the stuff I had no idea what I was doing with, and I sort of, uh, you know, just kind of like one day he sent over a drum track, and we were in a band together at the time, and uh, he just kind of sent over this drum track, and I um, laid down, you know, some polychords on it, and started singing over it kind of almost like a hip hop or hip hop hook um and uh what ended up sort of happening was like I sent it back to him like an hour later and he's like wow I really dig this and then um we just kind of explored from there but I think our sound is really just simple just a synthesizer and drums and then if there's anything else involved it's usually just uh you know kind of in the same vein like a rhythm guitar or something yeah, yeah, but the the really cool thing about it though is it sort of it, it it sort of has its own vibe. It has its own genre, if you would say. Um, it, it may be a mashup, but it, it's got um, something that's very calming about the sound and the way you guys put together the tracks. It's not too complicated. It doesn't challenge your mind. It just sort of you know gives you um, peace, and you you flow with a groove that you find as soon as you start listening to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and basically you can uh, pretty much describe it all in, in, in one word. It's but, dance. <laughs> <laughs> dance. dance. I'm not sure if that's exactly the word, but I, I, I like to call it mellow smooth. They don't so, understand. It. Wait, wait till you play the song. See yeah. All this? Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I posted a, a photo of you guys. Very cool photo too for the album cover. The two um, guys together um, with um, the Wayfarers on. Um, which one is you, Tim? Uh, yeah, I'm the uh, the guy with the beard, the blonde guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I I posted on the Facebook. I just put out there. Um, Chance, my brother. This year, it's all about the chill. <laughs> and you guys just look so cool, man. And, and and you know that's what the music is like, man. It's just it's I don't know, I don't know how to describe it, man. But it's the kind of music that you would um, get a bunch of friends together, you know, for a get together and throw some pillows out, you know, light some candles and the lights, you know, just chill and you know, it's a perfect backdrop to some really good conversation. It sort of sets the tone. Yeah, and I love yeah. that, man. Good, and, um, yeah, no, I'm glad to, I'm glad to hear that. So, 
what should we start with to give everyone a taste? Because we, we've amped them up enough now. I'm sure they're ready to hear something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's up to you guys. What do you think? Um, okay. 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 What was the name of the song that I just did that was the, the background for the intro? That was actually Stand Beside the Ocean. Stand Beside the Ocean. Yeah, let's go ahead and start with that. And it's a quick one, too, and then we'll get right back into it after this. Sounds good. there yet <laughs> i love that <laughs> man 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 and um tell us tim are, are you and joe are you guys both musicians yeah yeah definitely i think we're we're definitely both musicians for life at heart you know mm-hmm. um i don't know i've been playing music my whole life and I, I i think i can't really see a life without it you know and i think joe probably feels the same way for sure Wow. You know, it's really interesting. It's not often that guys um, who've been in a number of bands, um, you know, link up and um, sort of split off and continue to do their own thing. Um, so tell us about that transition. How how did that all occur? Well, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess, um, you know, Los Angeles is uh, it's huge. Um, it's kind of hard to really put into words unless you've been here. Um, but, you know, it's just being in a band is... Uh, it's one of those things that's it's amazing. Um, it's one of the greatest feelings ever. Um, but it's also just, you know, really challenging. And um, in particular, just the more members you have, the more synchronicity has to happen, you know. And if somebody misses a practice, for instance, um, you know, it, it kind of sets the whole group back and stuff like that. And so um, one of the strengths of, I think, Chance My Brother is that we can kind of work together as a team and um, in terms of recording and, and, and writing and stuff, uh, we don't have to worry about, you know, members being there or not and stuff like that, um, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, I hear what you're saying. It's like you guys have the same level of commitment, and that's part of the harmony in the, in the band as well. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think we ultimately have uh, 100% trust in each other's taste, Mm-hmm. Which um, you know that's that's really important in a creative project. You have to, you know, I mean, it, I remember hearing a, a good example from my friend up in the Bay Area, who's a sound engineer. He said that, um, you know, this guy it was his this guy's band, and he said that uh, if he could do something better in the band than one of those people that was in his band, then that person would be fired or whatever. You know, like for instance, wow. if he could play percussion better than the percussionist, then. Mm. to find a new percussionist and stuff but so you know those those issues are definitely like 
omnipresent in bands, you know. They just kind of like manifest in all kinds of different ways. And um, I think one of the neatest things about this has been just, you know, just kind of the bliss of sharing what we do with each other, um, you know. And I think, I don't know, I love I love the way that Joe drums and plays percussion and his ideas. And, mm-hmm. and I think we've, uh, I, I hope that's mutual and, I, you know, I think it is. So that's kind of what keeps pushing us forward. Yeah, yeah, and um, shout out to Joe. Um, and tell us a little bit about why he's not here today. <laughs> well, he's got the flu. Um, he also just got back from a trip from Europe, um, and he's uh, heavily jet lagged. Oh but, yeah. Uh, but uh, the flu is the the major issue, so he's he's been in bed all day. Yeah, yeah. Well, take hey, care, Joe. What was that? I was sleeping for one time. <laughs> what <was> that? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll definitely have to have him back on the next time, uh, and I'm sure we'll hear from you guys again. Um, you guys are on the playlist at the Viceroy Hotel, so tell us a little bit about that and what that means, and and you know how this all occurred. Um, well, the Viceroy uh, Hotel group is kind of a sort of like ritzy kind of um, uh. It's nice. It's like a kind of a classy up, upscale hotel uh, chain kind of establishment thing. They have, um, you know, they have like a hotel in Fiji and New York City, L.A., um, whatever, uh, one in Palm Springs and stuff like that. But it's kind of it kind of caters to a boutique kind of nicer thing, and um, and they're pretty selective about the music they stick in their playlist and. Mm-hmm. Um, a good example. I don't. Do you guys know who uh, Mayor Hawthorne is? No, I don't know that one. Um, he's kind of gotten bigger. He's kind of like sort of like I don't know. I hate saying neo soul, but sort mm-hmm. of like that. And he, um, I know he played at like the Lions game at halftime last Thanksgiving. So he's gotten kind of big. He he like DJed there over New Year's last year, and so they kind of got um, a little bit of like an artsy music scene going on and. And stuff like that. And uh, anyway, the guy that's in charge of the playlist there uh, is a fan of our music and um, put put the song put some of the songs into into the playlist and stuff. So that that was kind of good for us. Wow, yeah. that's awesome, man. And um, you guys also had an opportunity um, to have your music used in a, a film or a feature film that's coming up, Fate. And tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, that was kind of cool. We submitted our song uh, just for this opportunity. Um, uh, this, you know, this director was looking for um, a song to stick in the uh, opening scene of his movie, and uh, he chose our song out of like hundreds of songs. So that was kind of nice. And uh, you know, I, th- I think he likes that song, and I think uh, hopefully it, w- it works with what he's going for. But. It's kind of like a, sort of a science fiction-y style movie, um, and it's going to be released sometime in March, I think. So. Oh, awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah sure. Now, tell us which song that is so we can go ahead and cue that up. Oh, yeah, that's uh, that's Another Day in L.A. Oh. Memory. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Here it is, Chance, My Brother, with Another Day in L.A. on Turn It Up on blogtalkradio.com.
Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that's my joint, man. <laughs> Yo, people, y'all don't know. I listen to this music every day. Every day. I'm the president of the fan club. Y'all didn't even know. I got <laughs> my brother's sweatband that I wear to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the the music is pretty awesome. I, I know when I first heard it, I kept going through it. And I said, I like this one. Okay, yeah. Let me play a little bit more of the next one. Oh, I like this one too. And, and I kept going. I said, man, I'm not going to know which ones to choose. I mean, and that's why I've been asking you. Um, yeah, yeah. But but it's great music. And I just want to hear a little bit about what um, some of your fans are saying about the music and, and what they appreciate about it. Um. Oh, that's a good question. I, you know, I think um, it's been kind of cool seeing some positive response uh, to this music, and um, I think in general it's kind of upbeat music. Uh, though, you know, I think it hopefully makes people feel good. You know, if they're mm-hmm. in that mindset. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I think people are kind of connecting with with the vibe that it sort of sets. Um, mm-hmm. You know, which I don't know. It, it is it is kind of a chill thing. You said that earlier. You know, it's it's more right. uh, universal. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, hopefully, hopefully. I think it really does kind of fuse together a bunch of different styles of music. You know, um, and uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think too, like the most important thing to me about a song. Uh, I mean. Well, I just said the most important thing. I guess the most important thing is probably the story, but the most important piece of like whether a song works or not is whether it has a memorable hook, you know, a memorable melody. Right, right. And you know, I think uh hopefully these melodies like get stuck in people's heads at least for for a few days and I think that, you know, that helps and that's something that we've kind of gotten this feedback too, you know. I mean, I think like Sam Inside the Ocean is definitely probably the most this the simplest song of uh of all of our stuff and it's only that line basically, you know, Sam Inside the Ocean be mine just over and over again. It's just kind of like pounding this hook, you know? Yeah, yeah. But the phrasing in it and everything is just it's it's just awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah. And um the phrase itself has its own beat and percussion in the way that you guys deliver it. And um, uh, do you guys both also sing? Is that the two voices that we hear? Actually, that's just me singing. Uh, Joe Joe doesn't really, uh, he's not not super comfortable singing on the, like on the record. I actually had this, I had one where I had him, he was singing kind of like sort of just hanging out in the studio and I recorded it and stuck it on there, and he's like, "Take it off, man." But he's in that place where he doesn't like the way his voice sounds. But, uh, but he, you know, I think I, I honestly believe anybody that works at it could can at least uh, you know sing a little bit. So hopefully, I've been pushing for that. <laughs> oh, okay, awesome. And you know, you you guys have a, a certain style, a certain sound that's so unique. Um, I think one of the things I don't know if you guys have um, gone to record companies as well or had people in the industry um, hear your music um, and you know just don't change it, man. <laughs> you guys have to, to evolve this thing organically and just let it grow into what it is, man, because it's really something. But um, I, I don't think you can shape a sound like this. And I think it's just something you guys found. And you just need to stick with it because it's it's really really unique and and uh, I think you guys need to stand out that way. Just continue to do what you're doing and um, stay with the vibe that you have. Yeah, no, I really appreciate that. Thanks. So, uh, you know, um, I don't know. I think the whole the whole thing feels good, and it, up to this point, it's felt extremely organic, um, and we haven't really been pushing it. You know. To, uh, to record labels and stuff But um, yeah you know I think really in today's music industry it, it really seems Pretty important to be able to prove That you can kind of create something that people want Before anyone else is going to Kind of stick any money Into it at all so obviously right. you know, it's, it's really important for us to To kind of develop the brand And be careful about um, You know all the little deci- Decisions about uh, 
you know, simple things like photographs and who mm-hmm. we use to take them to, mm-hmm. you know, to uh, probably the most important thing at this point is still just, you know, what, you know, what we release is our songs. And that's kind of part of the fun as uh, a songwriter, you know, and it's, that's the challenge is to keep trying to sort of like one up what you just did, you know? And I think I, I could, I honestly feel like I'm getting better at singing every day that I work at it. And each one of these songs, I feel like I can notice a little bit of improvement. So that's kind of, as long as that keeps going, I feel like we're on the right path. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the music does have a little edge, you know, and because it's so different. And um, again, like you said, you use so much synthesizer in there and um, it's just, it's, it's like um, minimal, but it it really gives you everything that you're looking for without the fluff, man. So I, I think that's one of the things too that just makes this stand out, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you very much. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's a couple key ingredients to like really what our sound is. I suppose the recipe is kind of, you know, I mean, the everything is kind of based around the beat every time. So. I mean, Joe, you know, one of the things we wanted to avoid was just having these, like, we were talking about that today, like in Chill Wave or Glow Fire or something like that. Um, you might just have uh, kind of like a, you know, like a keyboard kick and a keyboard snare and just, you know, whatever, some sort of pattern. And, and actually when I'm writing stuff sometimes, like, that, you know, that's what I'll do is I'll just play keyboard drums or something. But one of the neatest things about this that separates it from all that other stuff that it's kind of similar to is is that uh, the drums are always like lyrical. They always mm-hmm. are, mm-hmm. you know, almost almost saying something, um, you know, that kind of like turns into like what becomes the hook or whatever. So, right. um, as long as we have a unique drum beat, the groove is kind of like I don't know. I feel like once once we've got this beat that we're into, then the next thing I do is just jump right in into the bass and I just groove along with uh, with the kick drum and that kind of creates this foundation and, you know, the way he plays kick and the way that I play bass, I don't know. Like, the more and more I've been listening to music and thinking about different bands and stuff, I've been thinking that the rhythm section is kind of just the identity of the music. Like, that's what makes the Rolling Stones sound like the Rolling Stones or... You know, that's what makes the roots sound like the roots. I mean, it doesn't really matter who it is, but they just have, you know, everybody's got their voice and their rhythm and stuff. And so that's kind of like what it is for us. And then from there, it's just about me not messing it up a lot of the time. (laughs) (laughs) You know. Uh, And um, I want to go ahead and get into this next track, which is Not Even a Cloud Could Cover Your Sunshine. The reason why this this is... Most of your tracks are really short, but this one is a lot longer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, that one is a little longer. I, I yeah, I don't know how that happened exactly. I guess mm-hmm. it's partially the key change, and then partially like the sort of the, me wanting to try to be like James Brown at the end, where I try to sort of break <laughs> it down. And, um, uh. but, you know, I think that you know that sort of just ended up extending it a little bit, but. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was like, I woke up one morning and uh, I have this like really cheesy organ. Like, actually, <laughs> I swear to God, it cost twelve dollars and fifty cents. Wow. Um, uh, it was u- used. I bought it in Arizona in college. And uh, anyway, it's hanging out in my living room, and I just that that uh, you know the, the the verse and stuff um, just was kind of there. And I just sort of like wrote the whole song on the organ, and then. And the next time that I got together with Joe, I was like, yo, let's let's see if we can work this out or whatever. And he had a beat that he had been playing and stuff. And so we sort of pieced it together. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I have I basically get into this zone where I have no idea how long a song is until I actually, like, bounce it down. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I work in Logic, and um, it never really, you know, I, I don't really – think about the time I just sort of go by how it feels and if right. I feel like if I'm starting to get bored with a section then it needs to end and then so that kind of just sort of you know sort of dictates the length of the song inherently or whatever so yeah. oh okay but yeah let's hear it now um 
Not even a cloud could cover your sunshine. Chance, my brother, on Turn It Up. Yes, sir. guitar riff man i really like that <laughs> thank you yeah wow you know it, and it sort of reminded me it's sort of like um kind of a hall of notes kind of george michaels kind of deal yeah. going on a little pm dawn yeah yeah and, it, and it's very sweet because and it's interesting like i said it's longer than the others but the composition is still the same you know what i mean yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, it, it said what it needed to say in the time it needed to say it, and um, that that was awesome. But the groove is so hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so my uh, that's music. Man. 
zone music. The groove is so hard, man. You just be stuck. Thanks. It's definitely hands down my favorite bass uh, part I've ever played. I mean, hands down. The you know, it, it was so, so fun to play. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> and how, how many instruments did you play, Tim? Um. Well, you know, I. Uh, I guess like my focus when I started when I started on viola when I was a little kid, um, mm. which is just very similar to a violin, and then. Um, uh, got kind of obsessed with, you know, classic rock and jam rock, uh, guitar gods in high school and played some jazz in college and, um, stuff like that. And then through college music, I started, you know, you have to get into keyboard. And I was like, I always thought keyboard was kind of lame, even though we had a piano in my house growing up. And then, um, I started getting into it and it's really kind of the mother of all compositional instruments. Uh, it's so, it's so much fun writing music on keyboards of all mm-hmm. kinds. So, I don't know. It, it, that's when my love affair with keys started. But yeah, so I kind of just sort of do strings and keys. Um, oh, okay. You know, I, I wouldn't call myself a drummer. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And, and um, it was kind of the same way with drums, you know. Like he doesn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he kind of dabbles around on keys and strings a little bit. He's got guitars, and there's always an instrument around at his place. But uh, you know, his his thing is really percussion based. So it's kind of cool. It's a cool like yin and yang of a partnership, you know. Yeah, yeah. Have you done any performances uh, lately? Any performances? Yeah. Have you guys done any performing or any no? Uh, no, not not this year yet, um, but, uh, yeah, we've just been kind of, like, doing the studio thing. I mean, we created this at uh, the end of May and kind of in June um, when we were still kind of both in this other band, and he still plays in another band, and I still play in another band, but, um, you know, so it's like, but this is kind of, I don't know, this thing has turned into its own thing, and... Uh, I don't know. We were actually just talking today about goals for the year and stuff like that. And um, wow. yeah, so this is just a side project, and it's just blown up into it's just taking a life of its own. Yeah, well, it's definitely taking a life of its own. And I mean, at this point, I definitely wouldn't even call it a side project. I mean, I've been uh, really enjoying, you know, composing and writing music for this. And um, I don't know. There's something about this. It's 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 hard to put my finger on. It's it's so like like I said distilled earlier, but it is. It's just mm-hmm. this thing. It's fun and yeah. I don't know. It's like uh, it feels good and it feels right. And I think I think Joe feels the same way. So yeah, and you know that's the thing about musicians, especially musicians that have been in a number of bands. A lot of times you're you're sort of filling in and you're playing someone else's music, but when you get an opportunity to to take what's in you out and and really just hone that and, and put it out there and make it everything that you think it can be. Uh, there can't be anything more rewarding than that. Yeah, that's that's very true. I also think that uh, this the you know, chance my brother is really similar to a painting. Um, these like the recordings we've done. I mean, we could play. We we did play and we can play all of the things that we've done. Um, obviously I can't really clone myself and, and, um, you know, harmonize with myself live, but, uh, we've, you know, we've done these things, but they're kind of more like paintings than they are like performances of music kind of, you know, like if you think about like what a band has to do, band has to get together and be in the same, at the same time and in the same place, perform something. And then, they have to keep repeating that, you know? And what's really mm-hmm. neat about this and what's been freeing about this has been like, oh, we can kind of just do whatever we want in terms of music. And um, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's like I do a painting and Joe does a painting and we've created this thing. And it's like, we, you know, we could do it again. We don't have to do it again, whatever. But it, it's yeah. uh, it's a really cool feeling. Yeah, yeah. And... and um the Leo, of course, found you on SoundCloud, and um, just tell us about your SoundCloud page as well as your, your Reverb Nation and how people can hear more of your music. Yeah, well, 
SoundCloud um, is definitely the main is the main social media uh, avenue for us right now. It's been kind of refreshing. Like one of the neat things about it is really more about just being able to listen to all kinds of music all over the world. Um, and it's inspiring as a creative person just to be able to, you know, wake up and kind of just, you know, you find people through people and it's a community really more than it is like you advertising yourself. I think um, that's, that's the difference between that and like MySpace or something. I don't really know much about Reverb Nation. We're not really, we don't really do that, but, um, but yeah, in terms of SoundCloud, it's, it's a community where you can kind of like where people give you feedback and we give other people feedback and, collaborations and stuff. Actually, one of the cool things from SoundCloud that happened is this guy uh, named Sebastian who's based in uh, Belgium. He sent over a track uh, just before Christmas at some point and asked if I would sing on it because he liked the voice or whatever. The vocal was from Chance, my brother. and So we collaborated on a track um, which is uh, which he actually posted for sale and stuff and uh, it's on iTunes and everything, but no. um, that's one of the cool things. Like this, the upcoming year and stuff. It's one of my goals is to collaborate with people and, um, and you know just bounce ideas off of people and stuff. Uh, but uh, yeah, that SoundCloud's been cool. You know, I think if you're a musician today, um, working and you got to sort of figure out like what you do. For Joe and I, that's you know sound music and then um photos and and video you know and like mm-hmm. it doesn't really make sense for us to have like a wordpress site because neither one of us is a writer you know right so i i think um it's hard to know with all the different avenues for social media what musicians should do but we've sort of been i think you know soundcloud feels pretty natural I, leo do you agree i know you have a soundcloud page definitely definitely yeah I mean, he, he, I couldn't have said it any any better. I mean, that's the, that's basically where I've been finding, uh, reaching out and finding different artists and finding you know people to do collab or work with. And you know, like I ran into Chance, my brother. And I mean, I mean, once I got introduced to the SoundCloud thing, I've been kind of hooked on it. So I kind of roll out of bed and what's what's new on there? Who, who, you know, because <laughs> you have like a stream, you know, where you can follow people. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, they, when they post something new or something, you know, on their page, it'll, it'll automatically come to you, and you know, you can like it and, and comment and whatnot, and get feedback. So if you're an artist, it's, it's real good for you because you can get the feedback and find out exactly how people feel about what you're doing. You know, because you, sometimes you you might get in your little your zone, and you always like everything you do. Sometimes <laughs> 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 you want to hear what somebody else got to say because other people will keep it real with you. So it, it's good to get that feedback. Right, and Tim, yeah. you're also on CD Baby as well, isn't that right? It's I... yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, we actually have a we have an EP that we called One, um, just the number one. Uh, that's for sale on there. If you just you know a quick web search of it would pretty pretty much get you there. But yeah, that's got um, seven songs on it, and uh, yeah, Sam Beside the Ocean and Another Day in LA are both on that, but. Um, CD Baby's cool. It's not even necessarily just that you can sell it through their website. It's more that they do distribution to the major outlets, um, you know, like uh, iTunes and Amazon and uh, and Spotify for their streaming stuff and sales stuff too. But I I don't know about you guys, but it seems to me like sales are just kind of that's going to leave us, and I think it's just going to turn into a subscription thing eventually. So. Mm, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It's hard to know, but right, the music industry is changing. It has been evolving, and that's one of the reasons why we put this show together because we wanted independent artists who are really are changing the industry from the ground up to you know give them an opportunity as well to show what they're doing and um, be known for the steps that they've made and the leaps and bounds that they've done to change this industry as well as promote their music and share exactly what they're doing and how they're doing it. Um, who knows where it's going to go? I mean, are you guys doing YouTube videos as well? You know, um, that's a really good question. Actually, the guy that took the photos of us that are online, kind of widespread, um, he's a good friend of ours and he's very talented. His name is M. Monroe Johnson. Mm-hmm. And um, 
anyway, he's got just like a really, he's got really good taste. He's got a good aesthetic. He kind of, um, I don't know, a, a good example is like if you wanted, if you wanted hip photos of you, you wouldn't go to some guy that took photos of like, you know, like family portraits or something, you know, like you want somebody that's kind of like right in tune with what you do. And anyway, so he's kind of like this, we, we both really trust him and, um, we're going to, we're going to sort of break ground on a music video here in the next couple of weeks. Um, so that's going to be cool. You know, we're going to try to do it right and have it be match kind of the aesthetic of the music and, and the photos that are already up there. And since it's going to be under his creative control, um, you know, I, I think that'll probably happen. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, that's definitely one of the things we wanted to do right away this year. So that's awesome. And, and it's funny because as we were talking about the changes in music, um, the example, for instance, with Psy, um, he had more YouTube hits than he ever sold records. And um, apparently that's what's most important now. Um, it's really what type of following you have, how it can be tracked, and the way you can really prove your um, your your place in the market. So it's interesting, again, how things are sort of changing and um, it started way back when, when Madonna stopped making deals with record companies and started making deals with promotional companies that were doing the concert tour because that's where the money was. So, you know, when you see these things, you, you kind of get a bird's eye view of, you know, a new direction. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a really good point with Cy. You know, he... Um... He, he called himself, I read an article where he, or an interview with him, and he, he called himself a phenomenon, you know, because a phenomenon can't really be explained, you know. <laughs> and that's kind of like what, exactly what he is. I mean, and that song, um, you know, it's just like for whatever reason, it kind of struck a chord um, with people and stuff. But, yeah, I mean, you got to just sort of like constantly be, you know, realistic with like, the forecast of like the way things are working and stuff and um yeah i don't know releasing an actual physical cd right now i don't you know i don't know if that's a good choice or not you know mm -hmm. um but i think that there's good opportunities for for sync placement and you know, that's one of the things we've been pursuing and you know sort of started with last year by getting a song in the movie um you mm -hmm. know hopefully we can get stuff in tv shows and movies and um yeah, associate yeah. ourselves with things that we you know, ultimately believe in. So, well, that's one thing for sure is your music is very marketable. You can, it can be heard anywhere. It fits in just about anywhere. So that's really awesome. And um, Tim, we're going to take a quick break. Um, we're going to come back and we'll close the show out after this. Uh, we've got another, the first one of the year, Todd Al Jones and his sidekick, Jose <laughs> Hernandez. So <laughs> we'll see what's up with uh, Todd Al. <laughs> Coming up right now.
you smack me in the face and wait around to see what's going to happen, it ain't going to be nothing good. Now you're going to get it. I want why. It's two days in a weekend. That's too many days. But the week only ends one time. Does that mean Saturday night is the middle or the end? That's crazy. I want why. Well, people love kids way too much. They call them a pedophile. Well, shouldn't they be called a kiddophile? Shouldn't a pedophile be somebody that does a pedicure? Shout out. I gotta teach y'all everybody. What? Yeah, I don't want why. People ask you if they can ask you a question. Well, what if I say no? But well, isn't that already a question? Nah. You might as well ask me if I got time for an interview. And last but not least. Last one. Yeah, I don't want why. Why? Well, you lose something. You had. Oh, thanks a lot. Stupid. Well, that's all time we got this week, folks. No, my. Come on back next week. We're going to pick back up where we left off. Okay? This your boy. Daddy! 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 I, I, was say, I, I was saying before the, the wisdom of Tad Al, but I don't know if there were any, was any wisdom in that at all. <laughs> I don't know. You just got to take it for what it is when it comes <laughs> Take it for what it is, man. Oh, man. All right. Well, um, I think we I have I was digging con- that little riff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason we let him on is for the riff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I think we have time for one more. Um, Let's see. We could either do um, I Want You um, or That's When I Knew It Was Love. That's my joint, too. Oh, really? That one? That's my joint, too. Okay. All right. So this is a request from the Leo Direct. (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) All right. Um, And then we'll come back and we'll close the show. We'll only have a few minutes after that, so we'll make this real quick.
called Chance, my brother. Man. That, that, that's that <laughs> phone that gets stuck in your head. Just that, that yeah. last riff. That, that joint gets stuck in your head. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Tim, look, man, thanks again for coming on the show. And, of course, next time you got to bring Joe along with you. And, um, you know, we're looking for big things from you guys. And uh, we're going to definitely, um, you know, keep in contact and, and track your movement in the industry and just, you know, make sure if there's anything we can do to help out to promote what you're doing next. You, you be sure to, you know, let Donna know. And, um, you know, we can always put you back on the show. And, um, you know, we'll just be happy to have you, man. Yeah, really appreciate that. It's been really nice talking with you guys. All right. And next time you come, man, you got to bring Michael a match and chance my brother's sweatband. Because he, <laughs> he keeps asking for mine, and I'm not going to give it to him. <laughs> All right, guys. You know, you've been listening to Turn It Up on blogtalkradio.com. And special thanks to our producer, Donna Hardeman. And uh, before you go, though, here's a little something to take with you. Ask God for wisdom daily, but know that your lesson can come from anybody or any situation, good or bad, friend or foe. Watch your thoughts. They become words. And watch your words. They become actions. And watch your actions. They become habits. And watch your habits. They become your character. And watch your character. It becomes your destiny. Until we meet again, take care of what becomes of you. Yeah, I got something.